is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. It's Jacqueline, and I help people get consistent with mornings and meals and movement. Yesterday was my 39th birthday, and what I'm going to do today is go back and listen to the first episode of this podcast. Um, this was released on December 30th, 2017, so a lot has changed over the last six years. And then after the episode, I'm going to do a little recap, just kind of reflecting on these last six years. So let's uh, let's give it a go. Hey hey guys, episode one. So excited you're here. My name is Jacqueline Riccio. If you don't know me, I am originally from Chicago uh, and I currently live in Atlanta with my fiance Paul and our dog Jameson. Um, I'm a runner. Yeah, I think I can finally say that about myself confidently uh, creating a podcast talking about running. I'm a runner. Uh, and I lost 25 pounds while becoming a runner. And now I help other women do the same in the last three years of running. I've completed three full marathons, three half marathons, a 100 day running streak and a total of 1500 miles, which is just insane because as you'll hear in this podcast, uh, I was not always a runner. I was not even an athlete. So a lot of this is still really new to me, but this is what the podcast is going to be about. Um, my experience with running, how it's changed my life. And it's been the vehicle to basically go from feeling really sad and sorry for myself to being the driver of what is happening in my life. And so I want to get into a little bit of how I even got into running in the first place. So we're going to have to go back a couple of years uh, when I was feeling really crappy about my life and I just, I needed something to help me change things. So three and a half years ago, I was really unhappy with my weight. I was getting closer and closer to my 30th birthday, which was just this really special day for me. Um, My birthday is December 30th, and so my 30th birthday was my golden birthday, and I just remember being a little girl thinking about when I was going to turn 30, which sounds weird, but I was just really excited about my golden birthday, and so you know, when I, I was in my twenties and it was getting closer and closer, I was like, holy crap, you know, it's finally here, but I'm also really unhappy with my life. Um, I was not at a weight that I was happy with. I was at a job that I hated. I, I just noticed there were so many unhappy, unhappy things happening in my life. Um, the job I was at, I was just constantly stressed and full of anxiety. I was miserable and I would spend the whole day at work being miserable. And then I would come home and I would complain nonstop. And it really put a strain on my relationship with my boyfriend. And so, you know, it was like, this is 30. I'm overweight. I am unhappy. I don't like my job. I went to college and grad school for this job. And I really don't like life. So what am I doing? Um, so that was really the catalyst. Like, all right, Jacqueline, make some changes. Like you don't want the next 30 years of your life to keep going like this. So you got to do something. So, um, the more I stopped and reflected and I realized like, it wasn't just my weight. It was my whole life that I was really unhappy about. Um, 
And life had always been kind of a struggle for me uh, in high school and elementary school. I was never super popular. Um, I was always a little depressed, a little unhappy about life. Uh, I really struggled with confidence and body image. Um, I really struggled at maintaining friendships, relationships. Um, I just did not have a ton of friends over a long period of time. I basically quit or tried to quit everything I ever started. Um, And I would just do things to sabotage myself. Uh, I didn't believe I was worthy of happiness or success. I tried to drop out of high school. I tried to drop out of college. I tried to drop out of grad school. Um, And the only reasons that I didn't was because I had someone that told me, no, you need to keep going and do this and complete this. So, you know, I got all of my diplomas basically by doing the least amount of work possible. And I just kind of felt like I was coasting along in life. Like I never really had drive and I never really worked hard to accomplish things. I just kind of like coasted along and turning 30 was like this realization that my whole life I've been coasting along and that's what's gotten me to this pure unhappiness. So one day, probably about two months before my 30th birthday, I was like, all right, you know, you can keep being unhappy for the next 30 years and keep playing this victim card or do something now and change things. And when you want to change your life, like you, you know, you can list all of these million things that are going wrong, like, right? Like we focus on the really bad, awful crappy parts of our life. Um, and so we can focus on those things, but we can't change all of those things all at once. So we have to like pick one thing that we want to change one thing that we're going to work on. And so for me at the time, I thought the biggest issue was my weight and my physical appearance. Um, and, it was just, that was the biggest issue for me at that time. Part of it was because I had a gold dress for my 30th birthday that I wanted to wear. Um, but yeah, like I thought that if I could lose all of this weight, I could solve all the other problems in my life. So that's kind of where I got everything started. I decided I wanted to lose weight. And I picked running as my means of losing weight just because I had heard, you know, like, you want to lose weight, you should start running, right? Like, we just hear these things, we read these things, like how great cardio is for you. And so that was my main motivation was I'm going to start to run and I'm going to lose weight. And I have this deadline, I have my 30th birthday, so I have my motivation. Um, And then also, like, I had always wanted to be a runner for like six years, Um, I can remember when I first moved to Chicago, I had tried to become a runner and I would do things like I would start training programs for 5k. I would start couch to 5k. I would print out these plans. I would buy cute running shoes. I would, you know, I'd, I'd run to the library. I'd run to the grocery store, which is like two blocks away. And I would be winded and be like, all right, this sucks. I'm really bad at this. Um, and I never followed through with things. So I always told myself, okay, when I can actually run three miles, when I can actually run a 5k, then I'll sign up for a race. Then I'll pay money. Like I don't want to pay money for something that I'm not able to do. So I just kind of kept putting things off 
And I, you know, I kept saying to myself, this, I'm not good enough. I can't, I can't do it until I'm good enough. So all of that, all of that pushing things off and waiting until the perfect timing, all of that kept happening until that day, two months before my 30th birthday, when I realized, all right, what do you want to do? You want to keep doing this or are you going to make something big? You're going to do something completely out of character. And so that's the day I decided I am putting down $40, which at the time was a lot of money for me. Um, I signed up for a 5k. Uh, I didn't really care that I wasn't going to win it. I just told myself I'm, I'm going to do this, you know, even if I'm really bad at it, even if I am the last person that finishes this race, I am going to do this. And so I paid the $40 and then that's when I realized, oh crap, like I don't want to be the last person to finish this. And I do want to make sure that I finish this. So that's when I started doing practice runs. And so I don't even want to call it training because I didn't follow a training plan. I did not follow any of the things that I had printed up before. I did not follow anything I saw on the internet. I literally just put shoes on, walked out the door and started running. And so I lived in Chicago at the time in Wicker Park, and I followed this little tri- triangle route. I'd go northwest on Milwaukee, and then I would come back down south on Western, and then I'd run east on North Avenue. And so I'd do that, and then I might run another triangle um, just so that it equaled a little over three miles. And that was it. Like, that's what my practice runs were. And when I say running... I want you to know that I was not, um, I was not running three miles. I, I, when I started, I was running for maybe about three minutes. That was my goal was just push yourself to run for the duration of a song. So this is back when Pandora was super big and I would just like listen to Pandora and I would push myself and I would say, run for one song. And make it to the end of that song. And that was it. That was my goal. Just make it to the end of that song. Once you get to the end of that song, you can walk for a little bit. And so that's where I started. And then I got a little bit better. And I would say, okay, run for two songs. And I mean, that was a big accomplishment for me to run for two songs. That's, you know, around five to six, seven minutes. Um, and it was slow. It was nowhere close to a mile, you know, but it's where I started and it was a proud accomplishment for me to be able to do that. Um, so yeah, I couldn't run the full mile, plenty of walking happening. Um, but I just kept telling myself, okay, just keep doing this. Just keep doing these little things, um, run, listen to music and then walk and just keep repeating that. And I don't have to worry about anything else. Like I'm not competing with anyone else out there, especially I'm running this triangle. Like there was literally no one else running. It was just a bunch of commuters. So I didn't feel, um, like I had to compare myself to anyone. It was really just time for me to work on something for me. Um, and to work on something that was really hard for me and really out of my comfort zone, but I'm really proud of myself. I, I kept up with it. I continued to do these practice runs. I would finish work and I would actually like look forward to running after work. Um, because it was something that I was doing for me. Like it was a hobby, but it was also something that was challenging and, 
motivating and just like new. And I think as adults, we don't always have like those things that are new for us. Like work can be kind of, kind of mundane. And this was just something for me, I could open my door and just go outside and start doing it. And so, yeah, I kept up with those practice runs and then race day was on Thanksgiving. It was a turkey trot. We got to the race. It was on Lakeshore Drive. And if you don't know Chicago, it is really, really windy the closer you get to Lake Michigan. And it was so cold out because that's Chicago, right? It's just cold. And I was not properly dressed. I was freezing. I remember my, I was wearing leggings and I was wearing like ankle socks. And there was this space in between my socks and my pants where my skin was exposed. And I was so cold and I kept trying to pull my socks up and it was just, oh, it was a mess. And, and I was nervous about the race. Like I was about to run a real race and I was just like I don't know what the heck I'm doing but I was excited like I was like all right I'm gonna do this so you know the race is about to start and I looked down at my phone and my phone had died I don't know if it was the cold or if I hadn't charged it I don't know whatever it was but my phone died and so my whole method of listening to a song and then walking and then running and then walking like that was completely thrown out the window and so I really had to talk myself up like hey Jacqueline um you know that whole plan that whole thing that you've been practicing uh you're not gonna be able to do that but don't freak out because you're already here and you've you know you you paid the money and you made the commute. So just do it. And that's what I kept telling myself throughout the race. Don't freak out, just do this. And so I went for it and I did it and I ran the race and, you know, let's, I didn't run three miles, but I did push myself and I ran a full mile without walking. And I was so excited and proud to get to that first mile marker and say like, wow, like I actually did this. And then, yeah, there was plenty of walking after that, but who cares? Like I did it. I accomplished a goal. Like I completed something for the first time in my adult life without anyone telling me there was no adult telling me, you know, Jacqueline, don't give up on this. There was no one that was forcing me to do this. Like this was the first time that I had accomplished something for me, um, by myself. And I was excited. And I just remember like the couple of days after I just kept checking the race website over and over to find my time. And you know, it wasn't good. It was just, I don't even remember what it was, but I was just so excited to see my name and my time. And I mean, I was on top of the world. Like I had done it, this thing that I had been wanting to do for six years. I just felt unstoppable. And so December rolled around and, you know, it's my birthday month and I'm feeling like so motivated. I want to keep up with my healthy habits. I have my gold dress coming up. Um, like I just wanted to keep running and doing all of these amazing things for my birthday. And then life happens, like life happens, you know, we're working on a goal, but life happens. And my grandfather passed away and, you know, Losing a relative is, it's never easy. And it being in December, right before the holidays, um, it was not easy for my family. And I found myself back to old habits of just feeling awful about life and feeding my emotions with food and not exercising and just feeling helpless. 
And, you know, I had to take a step back and be like, what the heck did I really accomplish? I'm right back to where I was. And so those feelings of failure and self-doubt and sabotage and feeling like I could never do anything in life, like all of those feelings really crept back in and shook me up for a little bit. And so, yeah, it took me a while to get back into the groove of wanting to do stuff for me. And when the new year rolled around, I was like, all right, (laughs) I, I need to do something. I want to feel my best. So I was thinking back, you know, when, when did I feel my best? What was I doing when I felt my best? Um, when did I feel confident? You know, when did I feel like I had a purpose? And it was really when I was doing all of my practice runs for that stinking 5k. Like I just felt so proud of myself and the 5k was great, but it was just like those practice runs that I did was like, it meant the world to me to look back and be like, I'm the one that forced myself to go out there and run. No one else did that. Like that was something I did for me. Um, and so I decided like running has to be a part of my life. Like it just, I'm not good at it. There are times that I really, really hate it, but it pushes me to be a better person. Um, and I also decided, you know, the great thing about running is that it's not a team sport where you have someone that's going to be upset with you. If you're not good, you like mess up a play or whatever. Like when you run, it is a competition with yourself. You, it's basically like parallel play. Like you are out there and there are other runners next to you, but what they're doing is for them. And what you're doing is for you. So you're not really in competition with other people. And that's just like thinking back on all this. I was like, yep, running needs to be a part of my life. Like this is something I'm going to do. I'm going to be a runner. And that's like a really weird thing for me to say because all throughout elementary school and high school, I talked about how much I hated running. But as an adult, as someone in their thirties, I was like, this is my new identity. I am going to be a runner. And so that's when I decided I, uh, I'm going to go big and I'm going to sign up for a marathon, which is absurd. Like I had just run a 5k and was like, yep, I'm going to sign up for a marathon. Like that's, I don't recommend that to you listeners. Um, that's absurd. But, uh, in a matter of an hour, I had Googled and found a 10k in the spring, a half marathon for the summer, and then a full marathon for the fall. And I knew, you know, I could sit around and I could wait another six years and, you know, kind of train for these things and probably never actually run it, or I could drop the money now and commit. And so I was, I mean, I was just ready. I needed something to change things in my life. And so I did it. I did the big scary thing. I dropped the money and I told myself, this is what I'm doing. I am going to run these races. And, you know, ultimately I was able to complete the 10K, the half marathon and the marathon. And uh, none of them went perfectly. And I will be the first to say that my training was awful. And the day of the races, all of them, they were awful. Um, But that marathon, I mean my gosh, you guys, I completed a marathon. I finished it and I felt so freaking amazing because I mean, just like the 5k, I had accomplished something 
so big. And this is, I mean, it was absurd. I accomplished a marathon. Like that's absurd. 26.2 miles. That's insane. And when you're a slow runner who walks a lot, um, you're on your feet for several more hours than the fast runners. Like my finish time was over six hours and it's still absurd to me to think back. Like I moved my body constantly for over six hours and especially for like the weeks right after that race, I would sit and just start laughing. Like, wait, what? (laughs) I ran a marathon. Like that's wait me like, no, that's just like this disbelief that that was something that I actually did. But also this like pride that I had never had in myself. Like I freaking did that. It's so absurd, but I mean, I did that. And so once I completed that race, the old Jacqueline, the victim of her life, the, you know, the one who didn't finish things, the one who said, this is too hard. I can't do this. I'm just going to wait until I'm ready. Like all of that was out the window. That was just, that was the old Jacqueline, the Jacqueline of her teens and twenties. But this new Jacqueline of her thirties was just like, you know, I might not know how to do something, but I can figure it out as I go. And I'm probably going to have really messy, imperfect action as I figure it out. Um, but I can do this. I can teach myself how to do things. Like I, I taught myself how to run. I (laughs) taught myself how to find these races to do. I taught myself how to complete a freaking marathon. And so this idea of like this strength, it was completely new for me, but I kept telling myself like, holy heck, I can do hard things. I really can do hard things. I've done a million hard things in the last year. I can do hard things. And, you know, anytime I got to something new or hard in life, I would go back to that race and I would remind myself like of that crazy, absurd thing I did. And I would repeat to myself and I still do Uh, Jacqueline, you can do hard things. You can figure this out. You're not an idiot. You can do this. Like you've done it before. Yeah. Shut up that minute, that inner mean girl, you can figure this out. Um, and that's what this podcast is about. Um, helping you do hard things in your life. And, you know, you don't necessarily need to complete a marathon, um, but a race of some distance. Yes, I hope so. Um, because completing that race was the catalyst for accomplishing other goals in my life. Um, running is a big part of my life, but it's not the only thing that is happening in my life. Um, but it is the thing that's allowed me to do other things in my life. And so this podcast is about helping you see yourself as a runner and stop putting off things that you've been putting off for years and, Start using running as your vehicle for accomplishing really hard things in life. Um, Because guys, like, I mean, I'm not an athlete. I am not someone that grew up with a lot of confidence or someone who has accomplished very many things in my early life. But seriously, like, if I can go from being barely able to run a few blocks to completing a 26 Point two mile race in less than a year, then yes, yes, you, you can lose weight or you can start a new career 
or you can learn to be kind to your body, or you can learn to figure out your relationship with food, whatever it is that you want to work on. Like you can use running to help you accomplish the goals in your life too. And I'm really excited for the upcoming episodes in this podcast. Ah, so yeah, like running has just played such a huge part in my life and I'm excited to share that with you and I'm super excited to help motivate you and help you see how you are the hero of your own story. So, all right, guys, that was episode one. Don't worry, there will be more to come. Join me next week as we dive in a little bit deeper into what the heck it means to be a real runner. If you loved this podcast, be sure to hit subscribe so that you keep getting more. And if you really loved it, please, please leave a comment. I would love to hear from you. Bye, guys. So that feels a little cringeworthy just hearing my voice from six years ago but it is what it is um overall I feel really proud of myself just hearing where I started this podcast knowing that it still exists six years later I don't know that that's something that I thought would happen podcasting was still fairly new when I started the podcast six years ago so yeah pretty cool that it still exists obviously there's been times where I took a you know I took a break and there was a hiatus I had to go and take care of myself. Um, this wasn't a priority, but the fact that it has existed for the last six years, I feel really proud of that. Um, it feels really weird hearing myself call Paul my fiance or my boyfriend. Like that feels so foreign to me. We've been married for five years, five and a half years now. Um, so yeah, just hearing that feels so funny. And I, I would guess at the beginning of our marriage that I felt weird calling him my husband after calling him my boyfriend or fiance for so long. Um, it, it feels sad that I can't train for a race right now or anymore. I don't know if I'll ever be able to run a long distance race. I still have issues with knee and hip pain, seeing a doctor, getting some things figured out, hopefully. Um, but I am still running and running is still something that's important to me. It's something that is still present in my life. I still run walk. It's still, I still feel really confident. Like that message too, like running, running is not the most important thing to me, but rather running is the vehicle for me becoming a confident person because I have stuck to training plans, because I have completed marathons, completed other races. It's like, it gives me the confidence. It gives me the knowledge that like I have the capability of doing that in other areas of my life. And I think with the podcast too, like this is something that there's been times where I'm like, I'm just going to go delete all of the episodes because I hate this so much. And I'm embarrassed about like something I recorded five or six years ago. And I'm like, you know what? No, like this is my messy journey over the last six years, over the last decade. It is what it is. Everyone has a messy journey um, and it's there. And it feels really cool to look back and see where I was at and see where where we are at now. When I recorded that episode, we were living in, we moved to a small studio apartment in, in Atlanta because we knew we were leaving Atlanta um, and we were going to break our lease and we would head to Chicago and then kind of figure out what we were going to do. And so from Atlanta to Chicago to traveling, we did a road trip, we went to Thailand and then deciding we're finally going to leave Chicago. We did another road trip and, you know, landed in California. It's been quite the journey over the last six years. Um, 
I think the message of like messy and imperfect action as I figure this out, that's something that was like a, a theme in the the episode that was present. And I think it's still kind of like the theme of my life and the thing that I have like come to accept. Um, other people might have had their lives figured out when they were 18. They knew exactly, you know, they declared a major in college and that is the career that they have stuck with over the last, you know, 20 years. Um, and other people got married, had kids, had the house and the suburbs. And, you know, that's the life that they had. Whereas my life has been kind of, you know, I'm going to try this out. I, I don't really know what I want to do. I don't really know where I'm supposed to be, but I am just going to keep trying things out and see if that is what I like and what makes me happy and what makes me satisfied in life. And that's kind of, yeah, a lot of messy and imperfect action over the last six years, over the last decade. Um, I think also that message of like being proud of myself that I'm the one that taught myself how to do these things. In the past, it was very much someone telling me how to guide my life and be relying on someone else to pick up the pieces for me to, yeah, sort through the mess. But now it's like I have become the hero of my journey. I have become the person who is steering the wheel. Um, Again, an imperfect journey, but like I'm the one that figured out how to run a marathon. I am the one who figured out how to leave my teaching career, um, start a podcast, stay consistent with, you know, recording the podcast, start a new career. Um, I'm the one who has figured out how to do all of these things. And a lot of it really did come from learning to be a runner. Like that was the first time I had done something for myself where no one was telling me to do it. No one was waking me up to go run. No one was, you know, driving me place. Like it was me that was in charge of those things. That was the first time I did it. And it gave me the confidence that I can accomplish other hard things in life. Um, uh, what I said to like running is not the most important thing to me. It still is not. And even probably less so right now, because I can't do as much as I have been able to do in past years, but running is still an important part of my life. It's just not the most important thing. And running does and has and will continue to be this vehicle of like, okay, if you can figure this out, you can figure out other things in life. It just gives me confidence and agency and just knowing that I have a say in what happens in my life. Um, yeah, it made me feel really sad that I can't do marathons right now, maybe sometime in the future, but right now, no. Um, and yeah, I just, I think just looking back over the last six years, it has been hard. It has been messy, but it is what it is. So I guess the message for you is if where you're at in life, you know, maybe it's not what you thought when you were 18 or when you first graduated college or, you know, first gotten, it got into your first relationship or whatever. And it's been kind of a messy journey. I don't know. I think that that's probably for everyone. No one has it figured out when they're 18. They just don't. You don't know anything when you're 18 and you think you have it figured out. And then 20 years later, you realize that's not actually what you want. You want something different or that worked for the first 20 years. And now you want something different and that's okay. And I think when you can accomplish something small, you can go and you can run a 5k and you can stick to a training plan for that 5k that gives you 
the knowledge that you can do that in another area of your life. You can go and figure out something else with a new career or a different relationship or, you know, a different place of residence. If you can go and accomplish a 5k, you can go and accomplish anything else. So yeah, that was, um, wow. Episode 399 of the podcast. I will be back next week as we start the new year. Um, and you know, taking this podcast on this new, this new journey of helping people get consistent with mornings, meals, and movement, you know, not something that I had six years ago, not something that I knew that, that that's my specialty. That's what I can help people with. Um, so very excited for 2024. Stay tuned. Um, it is not too late to sign up for the program. I'll put the link in the show notes, but I will see you in next week's episode. Take care. Bye.